Hey, what's up, guys? The Chico. You see, we got merch now. We got merch. We got coffee mugs. I got the hoodie on. You know, you see Ferrari in the hat with yeah, the shirt. The hat. You know, we got yeah, merch now. Shirt, yeah. So can we tell people to shop? Yes. Get the Cheat Code Podcast. The, the Cheat Code Podcast.com. The Cheat Code Podcast.com. By the time you guys watch this, you may be able to doop, doop, double tap, double tap right now, and then the advertisement should pop up. So if it doesn't, let us know. If it does, buy a shirt. There we go. You did. Yeah, that way. I want to get real saucy. First question. Splash. You're always Labels making their artists go viral before they decide to go forth with a single. Mm. Correct? Not correct? What are your thoughts? What do you mean making somebody go viral? You can't make nobody go viral. If that was the case, then there would be, you know, the line would be around the block. Causing a viral moment? Are they, what are they demanding from the artists? Give me, give me a little bit more texture on more that. More of you see. Uh, so we've seen, uh, I've sent you guys something in the group chat. Right. And there was an artist complaining that they have to make more TikToks. They have to do more, uh, put out more content. And the label will then maybe start um, supporting them and what they have going on. Paying I'm, them some more attention. I'm, I'm very artist friendly. So let me start by saying that. And... I think labels have to really believe in the artist and labels have to do marketing and promotion. But I also believe that the artist has to play a very upfront and assertive role in their own career. They have a responsibility to themselves to control the amount of posting and the amount of promotion that they do themselves. So the irony of the situation you're talking about is this artist went on TikTok complaining about her label saying this, and that went viral. That went viral. That went viral. Making me think that that was the that was the viral moment that she needed. And it was, and maybe that was the plan. Maybe this was all just staged beautifully, but you can't make somebody go viral. You can ask them to post. You can be as an artist. You can, you know, have a, a. a camera crew follow you around and give you more content. You can post more content. You can be more creative. Mm-hmm. And I think every artist needs to do that. Like even my clients that are indie do that. Like we post more content than music because that's what the world is today. So as an artist, you can't just live in a bubble and say, I'm not going to promote myself. I'm not going to create content. I could see where a label wants that, but a label's going to have to do some of the work too. I mean, fuck, they're the label. They're making the lion's share of the money. I don't know. I, I you know, and, and some, some deep rooted part of me wants to believe that you got the game messed up, bro. Like you mean to tell me that the major corporation that you're asking to put millions of dollars behind the marketing of your record is asking you to create content to market so you found enough time to create a TikTok to complain about the very system that you want to use to get to the next level, but won't try to figure out how to use that same platform to create content that you could turn into monetized pieces to keep furthering your campaign. Correct. So I think when a label mm. says, if you're not trying to cause a viral moment, if you're not working for the success of this record, why would I put all of the money and the risk? I talked about this the other day, bro. Everybody talks about how much money it takes to get a record to number one. Everybody talks about how much money it takes to get an artist to the next level, right? You hear that number a lot. And for some reason, they think it's 250 this. Why isn't nobody ever discussing how much money is lost getting one of these records to the top, bro? Mm. Or how much money is 
That'd if be interesting. 95%, if 85% of the music that is released every day is improperly released, that's 15%. So let's just use that as a barometer, bro. So you mean to tell me for every 100 million invested, only 15 million yielded any type of return? Yes, and pays yeah. for all the flops. So, you know, at some point, these artists and these mm. labels, I'm sure interesting an artist that would have said that really would have said, you know what? A lot of these guys are signed to labels that aren't labels, okay? A lot of these guys are signed to labels that have an LLC, have a P.O. box, and have a big homie with a chain. That's it. Right. Correct. A record label on paper is exactly that. But a record label physically is more than just the rapper, CEO, all one person. There has to be roles that people have to play for. There has to be a team. So if the people in your label are telling you that they're not going to release your music, who are we talking about? Are we talking about Big Homie who signed you and telling you he's not going to give you no money until you get online and start getting active on social media? Because it seems to him that all you want him to do is pay for influencers when you could be trying to spend that same money you're paying for influencers to make yourself an influencer. Mm -hmm. So Big Homie saying, hold on. You want me to put more money into something you're not willing to push? You don't even push the music that's out now. Right. But you want me to put a whole new campaign out because you went and got a feature from Zaytoven or you went and got a whole project from Buddha or you went, that's what you want me to do that now? That we're going to have to clear, by the way. So right. here's what I'm trying right. I, I, to those artists who say the label is forcing me to become social, I want you to think about that statement. Nobody should want your success more than you. And if you're not trying to figure out a thousand different creative ways to take your content and market it and sell it to the people, if you're relying on a company to do that, then the company is going to require that you do certain things. Mm -hmm. Until all of us have access to Kendrick Lamar's deep fake technology and we can all put our face our, or somebody else's face on our body, until they, that technology is commonly available, an artist is going to have to get off their ass and do something And about do some it. work. If not, trust me, I'd have tried it, bro. I've tried posting as an artist. I've tried going, I've tried everything but getting on stage and grabbing it and being the artist. And right. it does not work, bro. It's the equivalent of trying to drag an artist over the finish line. Because the more you do to, 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 to empower that type of behavior, the more detrimental it becomes. I want you to think about this, bro. If an artist starts paying to do shows and then gets signed by a label, they all of a sudden want to keep all of the show money. Hmm. Me, my whole 50. What you mean? It just, it, there's a vicious cycle going on in the music industry, man. And it becomes of, of us like uh, the uneducated, the unprepared, and, and the unwilling are the new voices of reason in the entertainment industry, bro. And it's so, so disheartening because anybody that grew up under somebody in the business and didn't try to find their own way is making the same mistakes that that person made. And it's furthering, further hindering their growth and the growth of their clients and the people that they affiliate themselves with. Because if this guy didn't know then what he was doing, and that's who taught you the way and you never tried to learn to help what he had going on or she had going on to be better, you were just okay with doing it at that level, then unfortunately you're part of the grander problem of it all. There's 2,000 variations of trademarked of the broom, bro. Hmm. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking over the past 30 years that I've been in the music industry, I'm trying to think of one artist that complained about their label and it actually benefited their career, like actually helped them. I, I know they do that because they, they want to get dropped. Maybe Lil Wayne? 
We has it helped him? But it was towards the end, though. Has it helped him? He wanted the money. He wanted the money. He's not poor. I guess. One of the few, few, one of the few legacy artists that was a kid rapper that is not, like you know, on Dancing for Stars and right. other he's stuff, not chasing broke. a bag. You know, he's not. You're broke. right. You're right. So you know, he whined and complained because he wanted the money, not because he wanted to. He wanted to release music or whatever it is, but he wanted right. the money more than anything else. Did it, I think okay. that's the only one that I can think of. Because yeah. it didn't help his career. It just helped him financially. I can't think and of one artist. we got a dated artist. Carter Five. Damn. That'll, Lupe that'll, Fiasco. That'll, that'll I can't think of career. one artist that was like, it got them dropped, which was probably their goal, but they didn't pick up the ball and run with it. On the, on the flip side. Lupe did. Hear, He's about to drop music. On the flip side, you hear of all these other entertainment, uh, independent artists that get on there and say they don't need a major because they're able to make those moves at that level. I don't need nobody. So that's why I did it on my own and all this other stuff. And, and that sounds great, but you have to mention all of the other stuff that you had to do. You were doing six unclearable features a month to get the money to be able to pay for the radio campaign so you can keep doing the chitlin circuit mm. so that you can keep going back in there and getting your feature money. You forgot to tell that part of the story. And you forgot to tell the story that as, as many years you've been independent, you've never had a number one record because you've never believed in your project enough to get it to the next level. The only times your record have ever broken into the top 20 is when the distributor of that record decided to put the money up and pay for the radio campaign because you didn't believe in yourself enough to do it yourself. So when you sit around and you talk about, I'm a self-made boss, what are you saying to me? Hmm. That you know what it takes to be successful, and if you do, why isn't your business handled? That's a real know, point. That's a real point. Uh, I want to switch gears a little bit. Uh, what do you guys think about athletes doing music? You know, we have a lot of basketball players that football rap. Players. Football players that rap. Wrestlers. We have Damian, that rap. Damian Lillard. <laughs> um, what's the guy? What's the guy from Shaquille O'Neal dropped one of the greatest Shaquille rap songs of all time. Shaquille O'Neal got a song with Biggie. I will yes. say. I will say one of my favorite songs. Deion Sanders. Dion, yeah, must be the money. Must be the money. Ooh, that was that. Alan that was Iverson had a great album. It never saw the light of day. Decent. Practice, but it was great. Practice, <laughs> rehearsal. What do you guys think about athletes putting out music? I think that because they have they they have the ability to the, to have the money. That I think they if we have the Drake result, then we can have the Mayweather syndrome. If they if people suffer from the Drake result, I think we talked about it on one of our episodes. Yeah, we where did. They want to start at the ten year decade then some of these celebrity artists can have what I'm going to now coin as the Mayweather syndrome because they have the money and the ability to work with any producer and they could be uh, working in any studio and put out anything and anybody wants to distribute it. They think that's enough. And I think it, it's been proven time and time and time and time again. It, you need more than money to be successful in the music industry. You do. And having a name is beautiful, but people that watch you for playing basketball may not necessarily listen to your music. Vice versa, people who listen to your music may never want to watch you play a basketball game. So you have to find it mm. and, and designate and target those people. And then understand that as an artist for like a wrestler, uh, we know a wrestler, and, and he signed to, to still actively. So how is that going to affect how they put out their records? Is the, is the, is the, the team going to frown on them putting out and marketing their records? Are they going to be wise enough to invest in some of the advertisements inside the arena? Like... If you're an artist and you're going to put out your record at that level, that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about doing. If you're thinking that because you're an artist and you're going to put it up on iTunes and it's going to go platinum, hey, Antonio Brown, we're talking to you. Yeah. I'm, I'm really fortunate. I have athlete clients that invested in talented artists instead of necessarily putting out themselves as the artist. But I think that if you're still, if you're still, 
playing, if you're still an athlete and you're still playing sports, it's really hard to focus on running a company. So you've got to have good people in place that can actually do the work for you. And you can step in where you want to and you can be the face of it, but you've got to really rely on people that aren't running up and down a field or running up and down a court or getting hit with chairs. You got all the money in the world and you pay the best of the best, top dollar, because you think that you pay more for quality. And what you've been doing is empowering the destruction of a culture Hmm. because you're giving people money to pay for your results. And this business, it's the, it's the, the treatment that determines if we have to go get a cure. There's no treatment. They say, I want to be healthy. Hey, man, you got to eat. You got to run. You got to take your pills. You got to wake up in the morning. You got to stop holding your, your pee. You got to go pee when you're supposed to. You got to drink more water, at least, you know, 40 ounces a day. No, I don't want to do that. How much do I pay? Can I just hook up to a machine while I'm sleeping at nighttime and sleep in a hyperbaric chamber? I got mm-hmm. more money than I got time. Mm-hmm. It's in a perfect world. Yeah, bro. Most people don't live in a perfect world, bro. I'm one of those people. Facts. Okay, we never talked about this before, and uh, Sean and I was talking about it. What's the difference between a commercial artist and a underground artist? For example, a Drake versus maybe a big crit, a currency. Uh, what's the difference between a, com- a very big commercial artist and an underground artist? And fan base. Mm-hmm. I'm not being funny, but mm-hmm. that's really the difference. I think a hit record is defined. I had this argument with somebody. I think a hit record is defined by a record that has received substantial amount of radio airplay combined with, now they've included the social media aspect of it, but in order for it to be a hit, the vast majority of people have to say it's a hit. Right. That's the vast majority of people. Right. It has to connect to... To be an underground legend, then you have to identify with a niche and have a following within that niche, a la Haystack, Big Crit, or any of these other guys that could drop a record for their fan base, move 10,000 units at $20 a piece, it's 200 bands. Go and do five, six shows, do a couple shows, a couple unplugs here and there, their whole year is paid for. So the difference between, I guess, a commercial and an indie would probably be the masses. You know, is it, if you want to be a commercial success, you have to appeal to the masses. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that um, one is not better than the other. No, that was gonna you be know my next I mean? question. There, yeah, it's just two different paths. Like Tech Nine is an underground legend, bro. Absolutely, he books forty-six weeks out of the year. Son. Absolutely, yeah, Tech Nine. and and makes what like forty-five million dollars yes. a year. Like that's These not guys are bad. Phenomenal. No, listen, bro. It, you want to be the king of your hill. That's why everybody that. is telling you to be them. Be your own person. Yes. Be the king of your hill. Own your lane, man. Yes. You don't have to be little baby. You don't have to be the baby. You don't have to be Snoop. You don't got to be Wiz Khalifa. You don't got to be anybody. Be you. Mm. Right. And if being you isn't good enough, my brother, work harder. Right. <laughs> work right. harder to reach more people that happen to like what... Everybody isn't going to like. That's why you put out music consistently. That's why you put out videos consistently because you want to reach more people with new content until you find the ones that love you and then you give them more of that and more of that and more of that and more of that. And and your career is going to last longer because that's a real rabid fan base. Like if you're reaching your your niche and you're giving them exactly what they want, you're going to be like. 10 albums deep, 13 albums deep, 20 albums deep. If you're a pop star and people are with you on a whim because they like whatever your current single is, that's not 
that's not a substantial base to build upon. You know, that's just one hit wonder. If you do, don't we have, have any hits. examples of a record being too big for the artist first out the gate, and then the artist not being able to live up to the first record? I mean, that's all one hit wonder. Every one hit wonder. Yeah, yeah. every yeah. one hit wonder. Most one hit wonder is like uh, what was the guys from um, Florida, from Orlando? You might know these guys. They had the that they did fight music. They all their music was fight music, crunk music, and then they made like a love song. I'm not locked down. I'm not locked down. I think that it's was, Trill or something like that. I can't remember. Trill something. But these guys, I'm not they, locked all of their music, yeah. I am not. So all their music was fight music. Yeah, facts. Like, all they ever did was fight. Terrible Damn, I remember music. them. They made one song, and it was like a chick song, and it blew up. Blew and up. They got signed, and that's where they stayed at. But did they make more? They couldn't make because another they one got of those hits s- to save their life. They tried yeah. it, and they it just didn't work. Right. Shout out to my guys. I forget their names, man. I know. I think it was Trill. I forget. Their I think names, that was the name of yeah Orlando. I remember that. It's, it's a we, lot of people that that'll come. We in saw that with Trinidad songs. James. Remember, he did <sighs> all gold everything, That's my and then too. the rest of the album didn't sound like that, and the fans didn't that August ride Alcina with him. Style hurt him more than anything. Remember, he was on on uh, August Alcina's initial offering from Def Jam. I love this. I love this. The yeah. first version of that song had Trinidad James. On. Yeah, I remember mm. we played that. And that verse there wasn't. He didn't do very well. And then he went on to win the Grammy, but. Is he not successful? He's won a Grammy. Yeah, he's very successful. He may not be popular. He pivoted into the sneaker world, though. He's he doing a lot of curating. He may not be popular, but he's successful. And he's still Millionaire's never dropped another big follow-up record. Is he fucking not successful? He had like two, though. I think he had like two, Okay, three. fucking Rich Boy. Yeah, damn. He had bigger records than him. And where's the Rich Boy? Yeah, yeah. Perspective. Perspective. For every one to go over, there's one that you can compare. It depends on who you talk to. If if you want, if you want to prove to somebody, if you want to prove to yourself that the Earth is flat, then you're going to read all the information from flat earthers. If you want to prove that the world is Correct. round, then you're going to get all the information that you can from the round worlders, if you will. Right. <laughs> so it all depends on what 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 you see. What your perspective is, is. out there, man. And the you're perspective right. that you put on the image is everything, man. Also, your goals. It depends on what your goals are. You know, when you come into the music business, are you trying to be a pop star? Do you want to be the next Drake? Or are you coming into the music industry because you want to be the next big crit, I think was your example, right? Yeah, yeah. I think even, you know, being the next big crit, you know, it was inspired because somebody went to the show, heard his music, seen how the crowd responded to it. Like, nobody wants to emulate another artist that isn't successful. Nobody's trying to be, I don't hear any R&B groups lining up to be the next Pretty Ricky. They're yeah. all lining up to be the next Boys to Men or the next Jodeci because you want to hang your hat higher and higher oh, and higher and higher and higher and higher. So, you know, in regards to where, where some of these artists could be doing in, in, on, on an indie side versus on a major side is identify who your, your fans are, bro, and become the king of your hill. That's the most important thing I could tell you, dude. And until you have access that. to your shit, you'll never know who's listening. And if you don't know who's listening, the only thing you're doing is you don't put a, a blindfold on Put a mask over your head, and now you're running full speed down a dark hallway. You're gonna hit something. You're gonna knock yourself out, dude. Don't do it. You're gonna hurt yourself. Mm. Crash test dummies. Yeah. Chico. 